strap on the boots and scrape up the knuckles. Oh, what a hit! He got jacked. This is the Big Red Raid. Presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Murray's going to score. Touchdown. Then zone for Fitz. Goes up and makes the game-winning catch. Larry Legend does it again. The Rage is brought to you by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Are you Santan Ford? State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. And by Arizona Cardinals Podcasts. Visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts. The Red Sea is rising up. Temperature rising, vision blurring, rage taking over. Here's Paul Calvisi. Get the popcorn ready. It's going to be a show. And Ron Wolfley. It doesn't get any better than that. Unleash the fury! It's not officially Thursday night football until we get the regular season debut of the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. We are Paul Calvisi here, Ron Wolfley there, soon to be joined by none other than Christian Kirk. Wolf, let season number 20 of the Big Red Rage wash over you, the 472nd show overall. And it's the most unique season to date, and it just keeps getting more unique. Paulie, here it is, baby. I mean, football night in America, right? We've got Thursday night football going on right now between the Chiefs and the Texans. This is so exhilarating. You know, there's been a lot of talk around the Arizona Cardinals this offseason. Would you say that's a true statement, Paulie? Yes. Cardinals and beyond, yes. Talk the talk. Now it's going to be time this weekend to walk the walk, baby. i tell you what. I it almost feels like everyone is 1-0 right now, just based on the fact we have football <laughs> right. out on that field, that we're actually playing football. And then to be specific, how about former Cardinal David Johnson already getting props from his former teammate Kenyon Drake, one running back to another, as Kenyon Drake tweeted out, good stuff, David Johnson. And he's talking about what we already saw out on that field, is he not? Yeah, Paulie, you know what? I don't know what it was. It looked like a trap play, as a matter of fact, that they ran a power scheme play they ran with David Johnson. They were in the shotgun. They handed it off to David, uh, pulled the uncovered lineman. It looked like a trap. He made a nice move to avoid that, and then a nice move in the hole to avoid a tackler, and then busted it to the outside and hit the Jets and scored. looked like a 12- to 15-yard touchdown. I don't have the official number in front of me right now, but it was a nice run, Paulie. Very, very intriguing. Very interesting. Because I had popped off more than once during the offseason and said the Cardinals should already be 1-0 themselves just based on the fact that they won the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Right. But so far, some early returns for Bill O'Brien, and uh, very interesting. I know you're excited about it too, Bully. I mean, David Johnson, what a great guy David Johnson is, and we wish him nothing but the best, and I feel like I can talk for you on that one, Bully. Oh, yeah. Wish him nothing but the best, and man, that's fantastic. What a great start for David Johnson in that first quarter to show a little something-something. And by the way, um, DeAndre Hopkins in his last game against the Niners had 11 catches for a buck 49 and two touchdowns. So, <laughs> right, you know, right. We can waiting. expect a lot out yeah. of D Hop as well, Paul. Yeah. yeah. What are you most intrigued to see 
just flat out, Sunday, Cardinals at the Niners, week one. I mean, give me, give me. I was talking to Kyle Odegaard, Cardinals yeah. insider, and I was saying, you know what? I still feel like the Cardinals lead the league in curiosity. Yeah, what sure. Do you think? Yeah, physicality, Paul. That's what I'm looking for right now. The talent on this roster is dramatically improved. Steve Kime has done his job. The talent on paper dramatically improved. Now you got to go play. It's not about paper anymore, it's about playing. What will that talent do? What will they be like physically, especially on the line of scrimmage, on both sides of the ball? Because guess what? They're playing what I consider to be maybe the most physical team in the NFC, maybe in the NFL. The Niners were number two overall in defense. They were number one overall in passing defense. We know what Jimmy G did in two games against the Arizona Cardinals a year ago. We also know the Cardinals played them very tough. Yes each of those two games and now they're going to keep that Niners defense on us with DeAndre Hopkins we'll talk D-Hop we got Christian Kirk live coming up just getting rolling on the Big Red Rage first and goal the three yard line fires left side looking for Hopkins who tips it to himself with one hand pulls it into the back left corner of the end zone he tipped it to himself and a touchdown what a catch as dramatic a play as you will ever see unbelievable by the one of the best in the game DeAndre Hopkins I never ever thought I would say the Arizona Cardinals have acquired a receiver with better hands than Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> It's the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. We are Santan Ford. And honestly, I'm going to have to see it to truly believe what I just said. But the stats, the analytics, the number of drops, no one has fewer drops than DeAndre Hopkins. And, and then when you hear stories, Ron Wolfley, just about the size of his hands, and you were all over it right oh, from yeah. the beginning. You saw it from across the field when we were at Cardinals camp. <laughs> and according to his teammates, he wears a 3X glove and has to slit the glove just to get it on those massive hands. It's just incredible, Paulie, looking at him. And it's one of the reasons why I am so bullish about this. There are so many reasons why DeAndre Hopkins is going to improve the Arizona Cardinals offense tremendously. But the fact that he catches as many contested balls as he does, the 50-50 balls, so to speak, I don't think there's a, there's not a element to his game that's more important than that so we've been talking ad nauseum at least the last couple weeks in particular about oh geez what did the cardinals do against george kittle you know they went out they got devondre campbell they drafted isaiah simmons buddha baker played him pretty tough a year ago okay but wait a minute don't the Niners have to sit there and say, Robert Sell and Kyle Shanahan, what do we do against DeAndre Hopkins? How different is the Cardinals offense going into this game versus the two matchups last year? Paulie, it's night and day. It really is. This is a true wide receiver one for Kyler Murray now. You've got Larry Fitzgerald, and Larry Fitzgerald is still highly productive, as we all know. Christian Kirk, somebody we're going to talk to in a matter of moments. Christian Kirk is the forgotten ingredient, so to speak, and yet he makes the stew as dangerous as it possibly could be and then deandre hopkins of course you've got to take him away as a true wide receiver one that's going to be job one for robert sell how is he going to defend deandre hopkins it's it's really not hey are we going to stop the arizona cardinals run well of course we're going to try to do that but that's not job one hey you know what we got to make sure that larry fitzgerald doesn't beat us you know that's still not job one job one is taking away deandre hopkins from kyler murray paul and that means now a defense is going to show their hand they're going to tip their cards so to speak to cliff kingsbury and he's going to be able to read those cards hopefully and say i see what you're doing and now because you know 
what they're doing. You can anticipate what they might do, and that makes them predictable, Paul. And when a defense gets predictable, they get beatable. Attention, 49ers. You're going to see DeAndre Hopkins in a Cardinals uniform through at least 2024 based on the contract extension he just signed that includes a no-trade clause, a no-franchise tag clause. Do you think D-Hop wants to be in Arizona? In fact, he talked about the fit after signing on the line that is dotted. You know, me being a top receiver, I'm pretty sure a lot of teams wanted me, but I think I wanted the Cardinals just as much as they wanted me. So... (laughs) Uh, I think it's a, it's a perfect match, man. And uh, this organization and what they're doing, you know, I, I wouldn't ask to be anywhere else in any other position. Being with a young quarterback is great. You know, I think it's it's a perfect match. How about that? After he gets over $42 million guaranteed at signing, a signing bonus, $27 million plus, And once again, he's going to be an Arizona Cardinal through at least 2024. For the next five years, Paulie, think about that. Kyler Murray, of course, I would imagine at some point in time, he's going to get extended for some big, big, as you oh, like to say, big, big money. He's going to get the big contract extension at some point in time. Just the fact these two are going to be together and they're going to grow together. Let's hope they build that chemistry, right? And maybe not just the chemistry of one, two, three, throw the ball, one, two, three, Three, four, five steps, throw the ball, or seven step, throw the ball down the field to DeAndre Hopkins, but also the untimed downs, the the scrambles, if you will, the scramble drills that Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins were so good at, Paul. That's a chemistry thing, man. That really is, Paulie. That's just a thing where you you know when you got it, and when you know you know when you don't have it. And let's hope they build that chemistry together where that untimed down, man, where Kyler can use his legs suddenly will open up for D-Hop. Is it unrealistic to think that here we are on Sunday and Nick Bosa's giving chase and there's Kyler buying time and extending the play that they can still find a way? To have that chemistry and connect, is it too soon? Should we you know, tamp down our expectations a little bit? Or is the fact these two guys are so experienced and so talented, they should be able to make that work on a third and nine? I, I think they can get better at it, Pauly, for the most part. But that's something that's innate, you know? That's something that's an intangible, so to speak. It's just a chemistry thing. You either got it or you don't. And let's hope they're going to build that. But it is something I think they can improve. You know, there are scramble rules There are scramble rules that are out there, and yet it takes a feel, I think, from Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. But listen, Paul, the biggest thing is this right here. I don't know if DeAndre Hopkins is going to lead this team in receptions. I don't know if he's going to lead the team in yards. I really don't. We know that it's going to be job one for every defensive coordinator to take him away from Kyler Murray. But I can tell you right now, I think he will lead this team in touchdowns. And the reason being is because you can line him up in the red zone, Paulie, and you can run a fade. You can run a fade. A back shoulder fade, which is a fade. If that DB is running with him or in front of him, you're going to throw it to his back shoulder. If he's running behind him, you're going to throw that fade over the top. That play, Kyler Murray's so good at it because he's so accurate with his arm. And DeAndre Hopkins on a 50-50 ball, even if you play a safety over the top, if you put two people on him on a fade, it's still not going to help you if he throws the back shoulder. It's indefensible. 
It's an indefensible play. And that's why I think he's going to lead this team in touchdowns in the red zone. Cards D coordinator Vance Joseph was asked what makes Cliff Kingsbury's offense tough, and he said he makes you defend the entire field now more than ever with D-Hop. Christian Kirk is next on the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. action pass Murray setting up throws a deep ball right side got a receiver Kirk touchdown Murray pumps right back to pass fires deep far sideline receivers there it's caught at the 30 at the 20 at the 10 the 5 touchdown Christian Kirk again 69 yard touchdown pass by Kyler Murray great read a great throw and a 4-4-1 from Christian Kirk throws over the middle Kirk caught it touchdown the third touchdown today for Christian Kirk the ball looked like it was tipped it was by white christian kirk with great concentration man how good is christian kirk wow i tell you what week 10 against tampa that was about a month's worth of production in one game six grabs a buck 38 the three touchdowns 15 33 and 69 yards that's what a healthy christian kirk can do for you and your offense and that is the christian kirk who joins us now on the big red rage Christian, good evening. Thanks for joining us. We figured, you know what, Chase Edmonds, uh, you know, we were tired of seeing him talk your year off, so we figured we'd talk to you a little bit, tear you away, and, and spend a little time with you. How's, how's, how's life treating you now on the verge of the NFL season? It's great. I can't complain, and I appreciate you guys uh, having me on, as always. Uh, just uh, excited that we get to finally take the field on Sunday. Christian, man, talk a little bit about your training camp. How did training camp go for you personally? Uh, I thought it went great. You know, I got everything out of it, um, you know, that I wanted personally. You know, the main thing was just, you know, making sure that I'm in playing shape and then, uh, you know, just making sure, you know, technique and scheme uh, was all right, getting the the timing down, uh, you know, with Kyler and just kind of, you know, at the at the back half of it, you know, locking into the game plan uh, for San Francisco. And, you know, just, number one, too, just getting back out there and, and competing again. You know, it's been a long mm-hmm. a long time, you know, for a lot of us, you know, without having OTAs or, or minicamp, you know, it's been a while since you've had, you know, somebody out in front of you, uh, you know, covering you and whatnot. So it's just good to, to get back out there and, and compete, you know, with, uh, you know, the guys. And, you know, like I said, it's just it's nice to know that, you know, we'll be lining up against somebody else on Sunday. How much of your chemistry with Kyler Murray actually goes back beyond the Cardinals days? And when you, the two of you were at A&M, does that help in any way? Uh, yeah, it does. I, I, I think it does. You know, we just, I think more just because of, you know, we've been in the same scheme before. Uh, we have a feel for, you know, the signals and, you know, just a different feel uh, for how the RPOs work and, you know, what works against what coverages and just, you know, where if, if you know, there's a, a certain alignment by the DB, you know, or just knowing, you know, what he's thinking and what I'm thinking, just being on the same page. So, you know, it does work. And, uh, you know, getting to the point to where, you know, if he's, you know, sending out a, a, a signal, you know, full formation, you know, I kind of already have an idea of, you know, what play we're going to be running. Just just different things like that that's just helped, you know, us take that next step, especially going into, you know, our second year uh, together. And Christian, talk to me about the wide receiver room. This is a very, very special group, of course, and in particular, I would say 11 personnel, one back, one tight end, three wide receivers. Talk to me a little bit about that room and how your training camp went. Uh, it's just been, uh, it's been great, you know. 
you look out there and you know you 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 look across the ball and you know you got uh, arguably the best receiver in, in the NFL right now, future Hall of Famer, and then you know you got a solidified you know Hall of Famer and, and Larry. Uh, just being on the field with those two guys and um, you know competing with them is is, is just amazing. Um, you know I I think about it all the time. Just uh, the position that I'm in to just be on the field and you know one day say that you know when I'm done playing football and hanging it up that. You know, I got to play with two of the greats and, you know, share a room with them and, you know, just learn from them and just get to watch them on a daily basis. It's been good. And, you know, it's honestly raised uh, my level of play. You know, I felt like during training camp, uh, you know, I, I, I performed even better just because those guys are out there setting the tone. Well, Larry was asked today about you and his outlook for you this season. He's had a fantastic camp. You know, he's a he's a great teammate. You know, anybody that's around Christian and knows him, you know, the kind of character that he that he has and what he stands for, his work ethic. You know, he should he should make every single person from the state of Arizona proud. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing him go out there and showcase all the hard work that he's put forth over this offseason because he, he looks great. He's running fabulous. He's making contested catches. He's doing everything you could ask him to do, and um, I'm I'm really I'm really happy where he's at. If you stay healthy, Christian, knock on wood, what's your confidence level? You can be really productive in this league. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, my, my confidence level is always high. And, you know, I know the, the injury thing is, you know, what a lot of people are, are kind of hanging their hat on, you know, with me. But, you know, I said it earlier, there were two, uh, I, I got a chance to just kind of like sit down and, and think about it. And there were two unfortunate injuries that I couldn't prevent. And that's just the game of football. And right now I'm just going out there and I'm going to play every play like it's my last and I'm going to do my job. Um, and that's that's my, my, my mindset. And, you know, I know the potential and the production that I can have uh, if I'm out there for all 16 games. And But I'm not going to I'm not gonna look forward. You know, I'm taking it week by week. And, um, you know, if at the end, you know, I make it all the way through, you know, I know the type of season that I can have. Christian, how does the arrival of DeAndre Hopkins change this offense for you personally? Uh, well, I mean, as an offense as a whole, I just feel like you, you, you have that guy, you know, on third down and in the red zone that, you know, no matter what, what you throw at him, you know, the, the football, you know, if it, as long as it's in his, his vicinity, uh, he's going to make that catch. And, you know, it's just what he's done, you know, since he's been in the league, he's just produced and make those hard contested catches. And you can rely on him on, on third down to win those one-on-one battles, um, you know. But for me personally, uh, if the team decides to, you know, you know, press man, you know, coverage him and, and put a safety over the top, that leaves you know one-on-one opportunities for the rest of us. Me, Larry, um, you know, the, the running backs coming out the backfield, you know, Dan Arnold, you know. So it just it creates mismatch uh, opportunities for us, and you know, to have a guy like that over there. Uh, you know, even when he is, you know, double covered to still make plays and, you know, just to have the defense worried about him, it just opens up a lot, like I said, opportunities for, for us other guys. Honestly, Christian, I think you're going to have an unbelievable year because of that, because of the fact you've got Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins, especially out of 11 personnel, that three wide receiver set right there. I think you're going to be the forgotten guy. And again, no disrespect by saying that, but because of that, and because of your talent, I think you're going to have your best year so far. Do you feel that optimism? Uh, you know, I'm, like I said earlier, I'm just uh, I'm going to go out there and, and do everything that I can to just take advantage of every opportunity that comes comes to me, and that's uh, you know every target, you know every ball that comes my way. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it, and uh, you know that's that's 
step number one. And uh, if that happens, then uh, you know I believe I can I can do whatever I set my mind to and whatever uh, you know the the offense and and you know the opportunities allow me to do. So uh, if it goes that way, then it goes that way. But you know I'm just going to let my play speak for itself. We know you're fluent now in Cliff Kingsbury's offense. That has been the challenge for DeAndre Hopkins as the newcomer. Here he is talking about Coach Cliff's offense and the key to learning it. You have to learn on the fly. For me, it's, it's studying at home, doing extra things outside of, of you know practice, but being on the same page with Kyler also, communicating with him, not just you know on the football field, but off the football field in the locker room. Extra communication, I think, is key, especially without having a, a off-season it's kind of a, a cramming situation, but I take it as a challenge. Yeah, we see you guys talking all the time, and to some degree, you're helping D-Hop, right? I mean, you're coaching them up whatever you can within the offense. Yeah, you know, just being a, a guy who's been in the system before and, um, you know, just, just learning all the ins and outs of it and, you know, playing multiple positions amongst the offense, uh, you know, just taking it upon myself to, to help them any way that I can uh, because I believe, you know, if you're on the field and you're not thinking and you can just go out there and play and react, you know, you're at your best. So, uh, you know, DeAndre has done a great job, you know, learning the you know different positions, you know, knowing his assignment and getting a good feel for the offense. I mean, uh, you know, just having his uh, knowledge of the game and, you know, been in, been in the, the league for as long as he has, you know, it's been easier for him to pick up and grasp. So, uh, you know, he's, like I said, he's done a great job, but, you know, I try to help you know, whenever I can. What about Andy Isabella, your former roomie, Andy Isabella? Can you talk to us about the camp he had? I mean, he definitely took that next step. You know, you can just tell that the game is slowing down for him. And uh, that's, that's you know, every player's main thing. You know, coming in as a rookie, you know, the game's just fast and you're kind of just learning on the fly. And then, you know, that second year, you know, things just start to slow down. And that's what it's done for him. You know, he's framing the ball, you know, a lot better, catching with his hands and seeing coverages and, recognizing leverages and using his technique. So uh, he's kind of putting it all together now. Uh, you know, I just can't wait to see, uh, you know, him, you know, do do the things that he can do and, and get the opportunities that he deserves because, you know, he's worked his tail off, you know, during training camp and all off season, And, uh, yeah, just excited for him. Well, we know the potential of that receiver room. There's no doubt about it. With Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins, you add the elite speed of an Andy Isabella. If he ends up being a factor and he picks up where he left off in training camp, we know about that. We know the ability of a Kenyon Drake to catch the football, a Dan Arnold and a Max Williams. I mean, again, when Vance Joseph says that Cliff Kingsbury is going to make you defend every inch of that gridiron, mm. I just see that coming to fruition with all the weapons this year. There's no doubt, Paulie. The Arizona Cardinals led the National Football League in 10 personnel last year. One back, no tight ends, four wide receivers. How Andy Isabella develops as a wide receiver will determine how much Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals go with 10 personnel. We continue. Christian Kirk, our guest out of the gates here, the regular season edition of the Big Red Rage, presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. Cardinals can tie it here. Shotgun snap. Hurry back to pass. Throws to the left. It is caught by Kirk. Kyler Murray wired up 
in sync with our Dave Pash. We'll be calling the game on Sunday from Santa Clara against the Niners. That was the season debut a year ago, Ron Wolfley, the first game ever in the NFL for Kyler Murray. Think about it. The Cardinals are down 24-6 early fourth quarter. And what does Kyler do in that fourth quarter? 15-19 passing, a buck 54, two touchdowns in fourth quarter in overtime. He had a passer rating of nearly 117. And at that point, we said, okay, uh, the kid can play. Brought him all the way back, Polly, in his first start in the National Football League. With all that hype surrounding him as the number one pick, and oh, he's only 5'10", he's still little, he's too small, right? All that hype and the expectation around him, and all he did was rally his team and bring him back in his first NFL start in the fourth quarter. If you can make plays, you will play. And speaking of, that brings us back to our own Christian Kirk, who's on the Big Red Rage. And and Christian, you have a a long relationship with Kyler, so we're just curious, from last year to this year, where do you think he's grown the most? Well, I think just as a a leader and just as a, a man, you know, I think he's just matured and, you know, realized the position that he's in and, you know, he's been more vocal and, uh, you know, just just learning how to be a pro. And, uh, you know, it's been really encouraging to see. And uh, you can tell just the only thing on his mind, you know, right now is, is winning football games. And that's what it's been, you know, all offseason is just, you know, how can we make this team better? And, uh, you know, how can we all individually, uh, him himself, you know, take that next step to, to make us a playoff contending team? And so he's been really locked in on that. And, you know, it's taking everything, you know, with, with full steam ahead, just seriousness and, uh, approaching it as a pro and you know he's just uh he's been been really great back there as a, as a leader you know obviously as you see uh he just got elected you know to be one of the team captains so you know that kind of speaks for itself right there of, of how he's grown on that note right there christian kyler was named team captain of course and he has grown in leadership but what does leadership look like to you what does it look like to you well, I think it can go hand in hand. Um, you know, I think it can go both vocally and, you know, leading by action, which he does both very well, uh, you know, showing up, um, and especially during practice, you know, giving it his all, um, being locked in at all times, and just, you know, doing doing all the things that, that, you know, we need to do, like I said, to perform at the highest level. And then once you step on the field on Sundays, you know, just the way that he carries himself, um, you know, vocally, the things that he says, you know, amongst the guys, you know, especially offensively and just leading us. And, you know, when, when practice is dragging a little bit, you know, maybe getting on to somebody. And, you know, there's things of that nature that, that you know, as a leader, you know, you, you have to obtain to, to, to get the best, you know, of the guys around you. You know, Kyler had the offseason I wish I had. You know, he put on 10 to 15 pounds of muscle, looks really good, you know, all that offseason work. And he was asked about what he did in the offseason. I prepared all quarantine, you know, for obviously this opportunity. We've been preparing for this uh, all camp. Uh, I mean, I'm one of those guys I trust the work that I put in, and I just go lay it out on the line. I can't really think about it too much or, uh, you know, go in there hesitating, you know, what, what what's going to happen is supposed to happen. You know, I think we put the work in. I think this team's ready to go. You know, Christian, Kyler talked about, when he was in high school, and he won those three state championships. He got traction his sophomore year when he finally realized what the defense was doing. Same thing before his Heisman campaign, when he could read and react before the snap. Do you see a little bit of that now? Is he about to enter that stage of his pro career? Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, I and I know that was the one thing that he wanted to improve on, you know, this offseason is, you know, breaking down the defenses, you know, knowing especially with, 
uh, the teams that we play within our division, you know, what, what are their tendencies? What coverages do they play? You know, what blitz packages are, is he going to see on third downs? And, you know, just breaking down things like that and just really getting into the nuances of, of the game. Uh, and, and he's done that. And, you know, he's, he's checking checking out of plays, you know, different during certain, certain looks. And uh, he's just, you know, playing more free. And, uh, you know, that's what you want to see. And, you know, he's making decisions quick. He's getting the ball out of his hands. He's not hanging on to the ball. And so, you know, once, once you start seeing a quarterback doing that, you know, you just kind of have that feeling and, and know that they're taking that next step and they're becoming more comfortable. Christian, how do you anticipate the 49ers defending this offense? Well, you know, I, I, I think, you know, with them, they, they're so talented. Um, you know, you're, we're, we're going to get, you know, primarily the same thing, you know, that we've gotten uh, last season, the two times that we played them. I mean, you know, they, they make their money up front that talented uh, defensive line and, you know, their, their front seven uh, is, is one of the best in the NFL. And then, you know, the back end is, is, is very seasoned as well, you know, with, with Richard Sherman back there. So, uh, you know, they, 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 they have really good players as well. And so that's why it's such a good matchup, uh, you know, when we play one another because it's, it's all about winning your one-on-one battles. And so, like I said, you know, we're going to have to come out, you know, we're going to have to be able to, to control, control the run, control the run game, and then uh, you know make the big plays. You know when when they're presented to us. Your rookie year, what was more memorable? The game-winning touchdown catch with less than a minute to go, or how about the seventy-five yarder on the first offensive play from scrimmage? <laughs> you know, it had to have been uh, you know the the seventy-five yarder just because you know that was my my first touchdown in the NFL, and you know you can never forget that one. So it was a, it was a pretty memorable uh, first first touchdown. Where do you want to get better, Christian? Where are you looking at yourself saying, this is where I need to improve? Well, you know, for me, this season, it's just, uh, you know, not pressing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been kind of, you know, me kind of beating a, a broken record. But, you know, just, just uh, you know, making the opportunities when they, when they come to me. Uh, I'm not trying to predict when they're going to come or how many I'm going to get or, you know, if I'm, I'm not seeing a target until the fourth quarter and, you know, when I do get the ball, I'm not trying to press to, to be a hero. Just uh, just make the play, make the opportunity, and uh, play the next play, and uh, do whatever I can to, to help the team win. And so that's gonna you know that's that's my biggest you know goal this year, and, and one thing that I I'm just uh, looking forward to take advantage of is just uh, being the best that I can whenever the ball comes my way and uh, making those opportunities. Well, there's no doubt that Kyler has options. And speaking of Kyler, DeAndre was asked about what he appreciates about Kyler Murray, at least so far what he's realized. Kyler is a guy that if someone messes up, he's going to go over there and tell them what they need to do. Vice versa, he's able to take criticism. And I think that's what all great players have. And I think that's something that he want to become uh, great at you know is 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 you know being a great player, but also you know being able to see our side of things and us see his side of things and, and be on the same page. But what sticks out to me is obviously his arm, how strong of an arm he has, and and his drive to be great. We know the release, we know the accuracy, just the fact he can run a four three. What does that do to a defense? How does that change the dynamic when he's out on that field and playing quarterback? Well, it just. Uh... First of all, you know, as a, as a defense, you know, you just you want to contain, you want to contain him, and uh, you know that's one of the things that, as a defensive line, you know, you got to worry about. But you know, already on top of you know all all the things that we do offensively and, and the weapons that we have, 
it just adds another uh, another thing that you have to worry about. And, uh, you know, I, I think it puts a lot of stress on the defense. It takes them out of their blitz packages. And, you know, because they know if they go man coverage and, and try to blitz, if, if he gets a crease, you know, he's, he can take it all the way to the house. So it's just one of those things defensively that you have to scheme for and, and add in and, you know, creates a headache. And, uh, you know, especially on the RPOs and uh, even on all the run actions, you know, the defense crashes, the defense end crashes down. You know, he can pull the ball, and, you know, we saw him do that a couple of times last year and make big plays out of it. So, like I said, it's just uh, it's just another one of those headaches that causes for the defense. How many jet sweeps are we going to see out of you this year? <laughs> <laughs> do you want that? Do you like that, Christian? Uh, that that sounds like more of a, a Coach Kingsbury question. Uh, <laughs> whenever, whenever they're called, though, I'm, I'm more than happy to run them. Well, we'll see about the uh, jet sweep. We'll, we'll also see about punt return duties because you know, yeah. we might see Andy Isabella back there. But there, there are several options at the disposal of the coaches. And we know this much. You know, Cliff Kingsbury said if he wasn't coaching football, he'd be on Wall Street. And the same thing goes on the stock market and with NFL football coaches. That is, they don't like the unknown and uncertainty. And so I know both Kyle Shanahan and Cliff Kingsbury are wondering, man, what is the other guy dialing up? Oh, yeah. Six months of watching film where Cliff Kingsbury told us he got to the XFL and watching film. So what does that mean? <laughs> we continue with Christian Kirk on the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford and Gilbert. It's going to be a run play to Kenyon Drake straight ahead, and he's across the 35, breaks a tackle 40. He's got speed at the 50, and Drake on his first carry for the Cardinals has passed the 40 and all the way to the 35-yard line. So that's a run of about 35 on Drake's first touch. He just got here about 72 hours ago. Snap to Murray, pitch to Drake, running to the right side. He's got the two-yard line, dies for the end zone, and in for the touchdown. The Cardinals get in the red zone thanks to Kenyon Drake, and Kenyon Drake gets the touchdown to give the Cardinals the early lead. So on three days prep, three days prep before Thursday night football, he carried the ball 15 times for 110 yards, 162 total yards in that close loss, 28-25 at home against the Niners. And as Cliff Kingsbury said after the game, his skill set is perfect for what we do. That Kenyon Drake got the big money, uh, $8.5 million in the offseason, and that's part of a run game, Ron Wolfley, that averaged better than five yards a carry as we continue with Christian Kirk, the receiver. And Christian, what does the run game do for you in the passing game? Well, this offense as a whole, just the scheme itself, is built around the run game. Uh, I believe that it can't be successful without having a successful run game, uh, just with all the RPOs that we do and being able to open up uh, the tight ends, slot receivers, and just being able to be dynamic uh, and just gives the defense, you know, obviously a, a lot more pressure to worry about, you know, different things based off the of play action and whatnot. So uh, it helps us as receivers a ton to have an effective running game. Kristen, you guys are so improved on paper. It's not even close. And there's been a lot of talk about you guys this off season, right? And how aware of that talk are you guys? And do you ever worry about that? Uh, to be honest, I get no, um, you know, sense of of uh, worry, you know, about you know expectations that we have to live up to, or guys maybe talking about it, or you know, we need to do this or we need to do that. You know, I haven't heard you know one guy even you know whisper about it. Uh, you know, we're very 
um, set on, you know, what, what we have to do, and, and that's, you know, go out and, and win one game at a time. And uh, we still have the same chip on our shoulder uh, that we did last year and, and the year before that. You know, we're, no matter what, you know, how good we look on paper and whatnot, we still got to go out there and do it, and we know people are going to count us out regardless until we prove it. So that's just our goal right now is going out and, and proving everybody wrong. Speaking of, listen to Patrick Peterson and what he said earlier today, because we haven't heard Pat P talk a whole bunch this offseason, but he's been listening a bit. Last year, you know, you hear the chatter, what people are saying, and but with me, you know, being a wisey vet, a, a, a seasoned vet, it just goes in one ear out the other, but I love, you know, proving people wrong. So um, this is going to be a big year for me. Um, I feel like my back is against the wall, and that's when I operate at my best. If you want to know about a corner, ask a receiver. Christian Kirk, <laughs> what do you see in P twice so far? Uh, me personally, I see, I see the Pat P that uh, I've seen since I've got here, and in my eyes, the best corner in the league. Um, I've said that to everybody. Uh, the way that he approaches his work. Uh, I go against them in one-on-ones every single day. Every time, you know, ones versus ones, offense versus defense, I'm going against Pat. So if if there's one person to say, it's me because I get to see the work every day. And uh, I don't I don't feel like he's dropped off one bit. And, you know, I feel like the games last year where, you know, he was told, you're covering this guy man-to-man all game long. You know, he, he, he proved that. He's still at the top of his game, and you know the fact that he has his, his, that mindset and that chip on his shoulder. Um, you know, due to wh- whoever was saying what last year, uh, I think it's just adding more fuel to his fire. And you know, I think he's gonna you know, go out there and prove why he's still you know the, the 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 best in the league, in my opinion. Go big picture on the defense. What kind of improvement do you expect from them, and why? Uh, you know, a, a very large improvement, and I just feel. Uh, they're, they're they're very dynamic, just like us. Uh, obviously, with the addition of Isaiah Simmons, and you know you got Buddha, Pat P, Chandler Jones, Devon Kennard, um, Jordan Hicks. I mean, you have so many big time playmakers on that defense. Uh, you know, it just gives the offense, uh, you know, like I said, so many different ways uh, that they have to scheme around them and, and, and worry about. And uh, you know, when you have guys like that coming off the edge, and Devon and, and Chandler. And then, you know, run stoppers, Isaiah and, and Jordan, and you got Buddha back there, you know, coming down and making tackles and being a ball hawk. And you got Pat Pete. You know, it's just, you know, you got so many guys that are just hard in those football players that love making plays. And so uh, I'm, I'm just excited to watch them play together. You know, they, 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 they mend really well together. They've been playing disciplined defense, and, and they make a lot of plays with a lot of energy. And it's just always fun to watch when they're at their best. We've had a lot of guys say they've had a, a wow moment watching Isaiah Simmons, just the sheer athleticism. And we've seen him in some of the corner drills. Isaiah Simmons at 6'4 hasn't, hasn't matched up over you at all, has he, in the slot? <laughs> he actually got me once during training camp, not going to lie. I, uh, I thought I had him on a, on a low release, and I forgot his, his arms are four feet long as it is. So <laughs> I thought I was around him, and, and he got me when I was, I was crossed over and, and put me on the ground. So it was, it was a it was a a moment to kind of laugh about, but I was like, oh my goodness, you know, his, his arms are so long, he's he's so strong, you know, you, you forget how big he is, you know, until you get up close to him, but it's been fun watching him, you know, get better throughout training camp. And Christian, what do you guys have to do to beat the 49ers on Sunday? What do you got to do? I think number one and the number one goal is, is play disciplined football, uh, you know, not turn over the ball. Uh, I think penalties are going to be a big thing, you know, that we'll see. 
throughout week one. I think lim- the team that limited, limits uh, the mistakes, the penalties the most, and uh, you know doesn't turn over the ball, I think is, is are the teams that are going to come out on top. And I know that's, that's uh, our main goal going into Sunday is just playing smart football. Uh, sticking to our technique and, you know, kind of like what Kyler said, you know, trust your training, go into the game and just, just play and, uh, you know, play smart football and, and, and be disciplined. Uh, Richard Sherman says that Fitz frustrates him because Fitz won't talk to him. Do you end up trading some trash talk with Richard Sherman when you play? Uh, I Not not that I can remember, uh, you know, but if it happens, it happens. It's just kind of one of those things that, in the, in the heat of the moment, uh, it's just a competitive talk. But, you know, I, I always uh, embrace, you know, being able to go uh, up against Richard, you know, him, you know, being at the top of his game for a while and, you know, one of the, the, the better corners in the league. And uh, just to go against a guy like that and, and compete at a high level is always, you know, a lot of fun. Christian, I cannot wait to watch you play, man. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you and your family, buddy. And, man, it's go time and I can't wait. Thank you, bud. I appreciate you guys. You guys uh, stay ready for Sunday and uh, stay healthy. (laughs) Will do. We'll see you on the road trip. Thanks, Christian Kirk. We continue with the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. Oh, hey there. Hi there. Oh, hey. How you doing, eh? Pretty pretty far south. I don't know if it's going to snow today. Guys, we're in the States, huh? Oh, I brought my toboggan just in case. Oh, my goodness. Look at the weather here. It's beautiful, eh? You see Jimmy G's chin line? Holy cow, oh that is goodness. pretty. The guy's got such a chin line. He's got a butt chin. It's oh, my, oh my goodness. God. That is one of a kind. What a man he is, huh? If you want to see an all-time edition of Wired, of Mike Duff, go find the George Kittle. Because there he is, him and Joe Staley, who's since retired on Jimmy G, right? The good-looking guy that Jimmy G is, and they're having some fun at his expense. And then George Kittle, the entirety of that Wired segment, is trying to tell everyone it's National Tight Ends Day, and they should treat him accordingly because it's his day. And yes. It's it's entertaining, no doubt. Yeah, that's no doubt, Paulie, and that's going to be a big question right now. I cannot wait to see, especially if Debo Samuel does not play and Brandon Ayuk. If the wide receiver room is a mess the way the 49ers, at least we believe it to be, man, I'll tell you, how are the how are the Cardinals going to defend George Kittle? That's what I want to see, and how are they going to take him away? Very much, Paul, like on the other side of the ball. How will the 49ers try to take away DeAndre Hopkins from Kyler Murray? I tell you, George Kittle is that guy, you know, especially if the other receivers are out. Do you even begin to think you can single cover him? Devondre Campbell, we know that's what he excels at, but you got to give him some safety help or some bracket coverage, don't you? I think you probably do, Paulie, but not all the time. At some point in time, there's going to be a guy that will be singled up. I worry about play-action pass because that's where the 49ers are at their best. When they run the ball and they use play-action to throw the ball with Jimmy G, that's when George Kittle is the most dangerous as well. I think this, if you can lock it down on the outside with Pat P and Drake Kirkpatrick, lock it down, especially if that wide receiver room is a mess for the 49ers, now you can literally double George Kittle on every play. Here's the question. Will tackling be a mess week one with no preseason games? Here's Vance Joseph. That's a major concern. You know, when you don't tackle live, you know, for, uh, you know, missing those four games in preseason, that's tough. You know, so I'm not sure how it's going to go. You know, but our focus now is to obviously, you know, get multiple hats to the football. So if someone does miss, that next guy will make the tackle. 
And look, it's not just week one. There was a game, it was week three last year, where the Cardinals had 15 missed tackles, Vance Joseph counted. So it's the whole first month of the year. Sometimes that can be a chronic problem. Physicality, Polly. that's what I'm looking for right now in this game. The Arizona Cardinals on both sides of the ball, their defense in that front seven, that's the most improved part of the Arizona Cardinals team is their front seven, Paul, on the defensive side of the ball with Jordan Phillips, of course, right? And you've, you're going to have Corey Peters on the nose and Zach Allen as well. I want to see Zach Allen play with some talent around him. Chandler Jones, Devon Kennard, Devon Ray Campbell, Jordan Hicks, Isaiah Simmons that is the most improved part of this team and I would say maybe the most improved box in the National Football League a total rehab if you will how will they play against the 49ers vaunted rushing attack because that really is the key to their offense because of play action and how well they use play action to throw the ball especially to George Kittle we all remember what Raheem Mostert did over the final 10 games of last year, the yep. regular season and postseason combined. He ran for a dozen touchdowns. They got that ground game in gear, something fierce. It took him all the way to the Super Bowl. The other guy I want to see, if you're going to talk about the front seven, Rashard Lawrence. I mean, honestly, I'm not so sure Rashard Lawrence won't outshine Javon Kinlaw, the 15th pick overall, who has struggled a bit to get some traction in the NFL. That, that's the kid. If there's one guy off the radar, the fourth rounder at LSU and our guest last week that I'd love to see on Sunday. As a matter of fact, Javon Kinlaw was second team on the depth chart. Did you mm. see that, ball? Mm. Yeah, second team. Now, it's just a depth chart. It's the first one of the season, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Well, the Niners bring back 18 of their 22 starters, but they traded away to Forrest Buckner, so we'll see how that works out for them. Cardinals looking to win their first season opener since 2015. Special thanks to Christian Kirk, Jim Almohundro, Mitch Veraldis, Ron Wolfley, on Paul Calvisi. This has been the Big Red Rage presented by Santan Ford in Gilbert. been listening to the big red rage presented by santan ford in gilbert are you santan ford state farm talk to an agent today at 800 state farm and by arizona cardinals podcasts visit azcardinals.com slash podcasts this has been an exclusive presentation of the arizona cardinals football club